Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. Today marks 25 days before January 1st, 2021. So just 24 days left in the month of December. I am definitely looking forward to a new year. However, I am looking forward as well to closing out 2020 well. So today I want to present to you the 25th President of the United States of America, William McKinley. William McKinley was born on January 29th, 1843 in Niles, Ohio. In 1871, he became active in the Republican Party and campaigned for Rutherford B. Hayes, gubernatorial run in Ohio. He has gained a reputation as an excellent and compassionate lawyer after he refused payment from a group of 33 minors he successfully defended, except one, for rioting against their employer. McKinney was elected to the Ohio House of Representatives in 1877 and served until 1892. 1882. He was elected a second time in 1885 and served until 1891. In 1891, he was elected governor of Ohio, where he passed legislation advocating worker safety and worker unions. McKinley further cemented his reputation as an advocate of the working man in 1895 when he paid for provisions of food for a group of impoverished minors and organized a charity drive benefiting 10,000 people living in poverty in Ohio. In 1896, McKinley received the Republican nomination for President of the United States. McKinley campaigned on a platform that emphasized industry, banking, and opportunity for all and defeated his Democratic opponent, William Jennings Bryan, becoming the nation's 25th president. As president, McKinley was true to his word. Business and agriculture thrived during his presidency. Nevertheless, his presidency was dominated by foreign relations, especially with Spain. The United States had interest in several Spanish colonies, including Cuba and the Philippines. These colonies were thought to be in virtual rebellion thanks to sensationalized stories in the newspapers and publications of William Randolph Hearst. Such stories stirred the emotions of its readers and prompted many to urge McKinley to declare war on Spain. In 1898, the warship USS Maine was mysteriously sunk in Havana Harbor, Cuba, Q. 
killing 260 men, Congress soon declared war and U.S. forces easily defeated the Spanish in Cuba and the Philippines in what came to be known as the Spanish-American War. In the treaty that followed, the United States gained ownership of the Philippines, Guam, and Puerto Rico, and temporarily control over Cuba. Soon after, the United States annexed the Hawaiian Islands in the Pacific Ocean. The acquisition of the Philippines would lead to the Philippine-American War. In 1900, McKinney was re-elected as president, defeating William Jennings Bryan for a second time. That year, he signed the Gold Standard Act, which made gold the only standard for redeeming paper money. On September 5, 1901, however, as he was attending the Pan-American Exposition in Buffalo, New York, he was shot by an anarchist, Leon Frank Zolowski. Despite the fact that doctors thought McKinley would initially survive, his wounds became gangrenous and he died on September 14th. Theodore Roosevelt would be sworn in as the nation's 26th president. His killer would be executed by electric chair. Today, there are numerous monuments to McKinley throughout the country. Schools, counties, streets, and statues are dedicated to him in many different states. He is interred at the McKinley Memorial Mausoleum in Canton, Ohio, near the McKinney Presidential Library and Museum. William McKinley was honored on the United States $500 bill. Further, at the 1896 Republican Convention, in time of depression, the wealthy Cleveland businessman Marcus Alonzo Hanna ensured the nomination of his friend William McKinley as the advance agent of prosperity. The Democrats advocating the free and unlimited coinage of both silver and gold, which would have mildly inflated with currency, nominated William Jennings Bryan. While Hannah used large contributions from Eastern Republicans, frightened by Bryan's views on silver, McKinley met delegations on his front porch in Canton, Ohio. He won by the largest majority of popular votes since 1892. Further, at 34, McKinley won a seat in Congress. His attractive personality, exemplary character, and quick intelligence enabled him to rise quickly. He was appointed to the powerful Ways and Means Committee. Robert M. LaFollette Sr., who served with him, recalled that he generally represented the nearer view and 
on the great new questions was generally on the side of the public and against private interest. During his 14 years in the House, he became the leading Republican tariff expert, giving his name to the measure enacted in 1890. The next year, he was elected governor of Ohio, serving two terms. When McKinley became president, the Depression of 1893 had almost run its course, and with it the extreme agitation over silver, deferring action on the money question. He called Congress into special session to enact the highest tariff in history. Not prosperity, but foreign policy dominated McKinley's administration, reporting the stalemate between Spanish forces and revolutionaries in Cuba. Newspapers screamed that a quarter of the population was dead and the rest suffering acutely. Public indignation brought pressure upon the president for war. Unable to restrain Congress or the American people, McKinley delivered his message of neutral intervention in April 1898. Congress thereupon voted three resolutions turnamount to a declaration of war for the liberation of the independence of Cuba. Presenting the 25th President of the United States of America, William McKinley.